Alright, I'm in physical pain, and the best way to cure that is by also subjecting myself to mental pain. Let's play D&D, baby. Cue the intro. What is up, everybody? My name is Mimic the Idiot, and welcome back to Idiots Rolling Dice. Finally, after a long, long break, we are returning to the main campaign after having left on quite the cliffhanger uh, last time we played. Um, I am joined tonight once again by everybody all back in the same place at the same time, starting first with Miss Daisy Cakes. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm excited. I can't wait. I am also terrified about um, the uh, current problem that we're about to have. Um, but yeah, no. excited. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. Next up, Mr. Jimmy SHR 14. Wow, I love that that emphasis mimic. <laughs> I can't even talk at this point. All right. I'm Jimmy. I played Jade Dragonborn in this campaign. Uh, I'm a little more comfortable here than I am on the other one kind of know more what I'm doing, so it's good to have the gang back together for the main campaign, and uh, here's to everybody watching, and cheers to y'all. Let's get some shit done. Next up, Mr. Play the Fool. Hello, I'm Play the Fool. I'm playing uh, Demetrius Longwing. Happy to have, happy to be back on the original epic campaign, and happy to have a fourth level spell slot. Yay! Woo! <laughs> and last, certainly not thing. least, Mr. Vex. Uh, what's poppin'? Uh, I'm here. Less idiot of all of y'all. Because I actually add my multipliers. <laughs> hey, I add mine too. I, I feel attacked. Oh, sorry, sorry. Play the only, uh, smart one. <laughs> Wow. 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 I feel attacked. Hey, Theobald really, resents really that comment. Feel attacked, yeah. Personally attacked. Like, that Vex. Goddamn. I'm in a fucking roasting mood tonight, so. That's, that's fantastic. I can't fucking wait. Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> um. Just wait until okay. we you in a league, man. You're done. Everybody, uh, I think we could all probably use a little refresher. Yes, please. Uh, since it's been about a month since we played. So, where we last left our heroes, they were on a quest to find the uh, Mad Woman of the Woods, a uh, theoretical predictor, oracle, future seer, prophet of some kind. Um, however many words I can incorrectly use to describe what I'm trying to say. Um, and they had run into some trouble as they'd found their enemies, the Eclipse, also seemed to be hunting down this same person. Uh, so our heroes were following the trail given to them by the goddess Artemis, who had come out of hiding uh, to help uh, just, you know, fight the ever-worsening scenario that was going on. Um, while they were on the trail, uh, their trek took them into a forest filled with twisted trees, and it became apparent that some form of powerful residual magic rested here. Uh, further along the path, the party had heard voices uh, and people ahead of them. Uh, Jade, the party's rogue, snuck ahead to scout out what was going on. Uh, however, before he can get a clear view of what they were facing, 
uh, he was ambushed by an Eclipse soldier. Uh, luckily, due to some keen ears, the party heard a struggle and rushed to his aid. However, as they got there, the forest came to life, with living trees joining the fray, attacking both the Eclipse soldiers and our party. Luckily, Jax figured out a way to pacify the trees, and the Eclipse soldiers were defeated. Uh, as the group continued to follow, follow their map, they came upon a strange hut with a staircase leading down to a chamber with a woman who seemed very familiar to Talia. Um, so as you guys all come to the bottom of the staircase and step into this room, it you feel like you come, like, pass through a, a gate, some sort of, like, portal into this, like, basement area, and all of you feel healed and regenerated, so all your spell slots and all your health is back. Um, the madwoman turns around. She has, like, dark, like, salt-and-pepper hair kind of twisted around, very raggedy. She looks like she's been living out in the woods alone for, uh, you know, years. Uh, her face is very wrinkled, um, and she turns around and says, it took you long enough to get here. <laughs> ah, God. Uh, she looks at Talia directly. You're as beautiful as the day I last saw you. So long. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. I'm terrified. Uh, oh, God. Dirty 20. That's a really good perception check. I have to remember this shit so I can be equally freaked out. Uh, as she says, uh, she says, uh, been so long since I last saw your daughter. Um, in your mind, you're thinking, what does she mean? Was this one of the, the ladies from... The Daughters of Demeter, when I was in with all of them, uh, where I learned my druid powers, you know, so much has happened in the last few years, but you'd look and catch her eyes directly, um, and you notice that her face is aged and twisted, but if you look back the last time you saw someone running into the woods away, or running away from you into the woods, the features are similar to those of your mother. The eyes match yours. The face matches hers, and the birthmark on her neck is the still there, now seven years after she went crazy and rambled into the woods. It's so good to see you, Talia. Ew. Do you? That's what you say to me after all this time? You? I... You look so different. <laughs> I feel very different. Well, I don't understand what. Why are you, where, why are you here? Why, why do you look so dif different? <laughs> uh, anybody else can give me uh, perception or insight checks that they want. <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, Insight. Was the last interaction I had with her positive or negative? Uh, the last interaction you remember having with your mom uh, was her seemingly going crazy, her body like shaking uncontrollably as she just ran into the woods. Uh, her her condition had been like worsening over the last few months that you guys were together. Okay. And she like was suffering from these like twitches and like Shaking and like these fits of screaming and night terrors almost. Um, and eventually she just ran into the woods. 
Uh, I got I left a, you. Got a 23 on perception. I rolled or, sorry, insight. <laughs> uh, play, you're muted if you told me your roll. 12 on insight. Yeah, no. 13 perception. 13 perception. Um, so, play, you're getting kind of like surface things. Um, you see that you're in. Uh, like, as you kind of like look around here, Demetrius, uh, you see that you're. The vibe down here is almost the same as like when you were in the tiny hut um, spell. Like, it seems to be like well kept, well maintained, but you can also like see like dishes and like clutter being moved and cleaned up. Uh, by no hands at all. Um, but this is like, it's like spacious down here, which is surprising because like basement construction really is not that advanced uh, at this point. Um, so like, this is this is just a very strange, very clearly magical place. Um, Jade, what you're kind of like getting is that things are like tense here and you don't like, obviously this woman and Talia have some sort of relationship. You don't know how good that relationship is. Uh, Jax, with your 23, um, you kind of clock a lot of the same things, uh, that Talia did in that the features are similar, the eyes are similar, uh, and Talia is, like, clearly having this, like, kind of guarded, strange reaction that would lead you to, like, you'd indicate that, like, this woman and Talia have some sort of relationship, uh, like, familially. Is kind of what you get um you also see like beyond her is like a little um like small water pool or like there's a little table with like filled with liquid uh you're not quite sure what that is for um but like this is very clearly a a strange and weird place um okay um so talia we come back to you uh What's, uh, what are you thinking? What are you asking? Here. Uh, first, in my, in, in my brain, I'm, I'm kind of regressing a little bit. I'm, my, my, my braveness is going away a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I thought I had worked past this and thought I would be able to get through this. I'm just kind of like rambling a little bit to myself as I'm kind of like looking. I, 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 I don't understand the last, the last time I saw you, I didn't think I was going to see you again. Well, I guess I, I knew I would see you again, Talia, so I wasn't worried. More than I am on, like, a standard basis that I, 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 I operate like this. Now. Uh, it, it, it makes me concerned. I, I tried to find you. For a while. What, what? What have you been doing? Have you been here this whole time? I. I. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't really. I'm just kind of like not really. I don't know what to do at this point. Um, because I thought you were dead, and um, now you're here in front of me, and it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. Um. Well, daughter, I have not been here in the entire time since I've left. There was times I was in capture of more than one 
not-so-nice group of people. Uh, but since I have known and had some control over what I am able to do, I have been here. Um, suffering for years. You have sought me out, all of you. What what can I do for you? Uh, uh that's a good question. Um we were told you might be able to help us. Uh as Jax just kinda like pauses for a second and just kinda thinks of a way to put it. Well, we were told to come find a witch in the woods kind of thing. I fit that description. Oh, yes, I do. I fit it very well. Uh, witch is not necessarily the best term for me, but it works. I can see the future. Uh, you... You must be unsure about what to do next. And that's why you have been told to come seek me out for guidance of some kind. Uh, you guys can all kind of get, like, the feeling that her existence is pain, right? There's something going on with her that she has not told you. Can um, I just, like, make a, like, a... A religion check to see if I feel any like divine like. Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, she said do she it with the advantage. Okay. That's better. Uh, it's gonna be a dirty twenty. You detect a strong, strong presence of Olympian magic. You can't pinpoint like a specific god to it, um. But what you can tell is that this magic here is not intentional um what you're kind of like surmising is that this woman caught like basically a stray bullet of magical power that has imbued her with something um and like without having what you can kind of guess is that without having like a true connection to a god that power is probably destroying her uh you said you can see the future so does that mean you are very similar to like the prophets the oracles would be a more accurate yes the oracle i am wildly similar to them uh and except for they're all beautiful young women and i am not that anymore oh beauty is in its own thing one can be beautiful without being beautiful on the outside ah uh, yes uh, Jax is just kind of <laughs> look at uh, the part and be like, honestly, I don't know. I know. <laughs> what do you I... know? 
no many things. Uh, she motions towards her like little table with the water in her and liquid in it. Um, and like out of her hand, uh, casts these like, uh, like blue bolts of magic, but you see her hand like bleeds as these things cast out of her, uh, into the, like this swirling pool of liquid. Um, and very similar to the map, all of you that you guys have carried, like this kind of like 3D projection, uh, like a 3D, almost like you're seeing a video play. Uh, none of you know what a video is, but almost like you're seeing something happen in real time. And she, she kind of pauses and says, three armies are forming on this half of this country. Uh, uh she motions her hand over one uh, over one scene you guys um can recognize the city of athens uh and you guys see the uh commander eudoxus uh who imprisoned you after theseus was kidnapped uh, and she says the usurper eudoxus raises an army based on lies and deception she waves her hand again um and you guys uh recognize Delphi, uh, and the now, like, scarred, like, sagging skin, gray hair of that, that priest, the high priest of Apollo, um, his, like, his visage has been, like, noticeably, it's gotten, like, noticeably more decrepit, uh, in the time since you've seen him, like, the few days, um, since you've seen him, uh, is, like, standing at, like, like, on top of a staircase, looking down at another army, and says, uh, this one, more deception, weaves great power that now controls the soldiers of this city. Uh, and then she waves her hand one more time, and it's completely shrouded in shadows, but you hear, like, metal clanking, almost. You can't see anything, but you can hear. And this one is gone from my sight, but is possibly deadlier than the other two combined. Can I make an uh, insight on the the metal clanking one? Yeah. Like swords clanking. Seven battle battle noises. Uh you have no idea what uh the metal clanking could be. It could be swords clanking, it could be some sort of like supply line or something. Um it could be like blacksmithing of some kind. You have no idea what this is. Um, uh, and she kind of waves her hand again and backs up from the pool. The city of those who consider themselves free will be will fall. The city within the walls um, will also fall if these armies run unchecked. What do we do? I mean, we're the only one answer to that one. I wish it wasn't. I, I, I wish a lot of things weren't, Tolly.
I know we're talking about bad stuff, but I just am, am kind of like doing one of these things where like I'm, I can't stop looking at her. Like I keep kind of peeking my eyes up, like trying to be present in the conversation, but I'm really distracted by the fact that she's here in front of me when I thought I was never going to see her again. So I'm kind of just like, I don't know. I can't really make a sentence as very well. Give me an insight check. 26. <laughs> In your mind, you hear a voice you recognize. Uh, and it's the normal voice of your mother, not this cracked and twitchy version. It says, Talia, my beautiful daughter, I am trapped in the body that is decaying much faster than as the years would normally permit it to. I am sorry I left, but I had no choice at the time. I'm sorry you're in this situation, but you might not remember what happened, but I have a strong feeling there's a reason you're here. I, should I be, like, sharing this with anybody, or are they going to think I'm crazy? And that's up to you. I don't know if I want to share it. I feel like I, I kind of want to keep that one to myself. At least till later. Or not in front of her. Okay. So, um, uh, um, if we're facing possibly three foes, one that is um, significantly deadlier than the others. Not just foes, armies. This is whole armies. Couldn't even do the one thing we went to do. How the hell are we gonna do this? <clears throat> we just keep fighting. Oh, fighting does us a lot of good. We didn't even we we couldn't get up to to fix any of the things we needed to. We couldn't save Theseus. I mean, what what? Where do we go from here? This just seems like we're just gonna throw ourselves to the wolves, literally, for nothing. Well. Seeing Athens' army, I think, I know I have a lot of, not friends per se, but comrades that would, I don't know anymore, but might gladly still believe in me, considering I led them in the past war. Enough to build an army, is the question. Not enough to build an army, but enough to take over another uh, you can go ahead, uh, Jax, and give me either a charisma check or an insight check. Drop my dice, where to go? Uh oh. Oh god, I see it. Okay. Uh, charisma or insight? Yeah. So, uh, it's gonna be a twenty-two for insight. Okay, twenty-two insight. So here's what you know, um, mostly about like just like workings of kind of what happened. Um, you know that Eudoxus has kind of inappropriately assumed power in Athens as a result of just like a once-in-a-lifetime event. Uh, he used that to seize power. You know Eudoxus was not like the most 
respected commander on the battlefield. Um, like during the fight, you know, he was like tough and obviously survived the war. Um, but there was, there's was plenty of like other sort of commanders and generals and stuff in the, the fight that would maybe have like more men honestly behind them if something broke out. Uh, and you also know that like, like this, like that leadership of kind of lies and deception and like usurping is probably not the most stable leadership. Um, especially if you can like possibly even if falsely tie Eudoxus to the Eclipse in any way. You know, the Athenians were like on the front line, some of the first soldiers to get there against the Eclipse. Um, so like outside of maybe Sparta, um, nobody's going to hate the bad guys as much as them right yeah so like that's what's going through jackson's mind it's just like if we do have to face all three of these foes at some point he would much rather have an army behind his back and jackson kind of starts thinking out loud and just kind of starts pacing back and forth after seeing the images and he's like you know what i think as of right now that is our best bet. Because we can either, one, go back to Delphi and die, pretty much. That's, that's our option. Because Eclipse pretty much own the city now. <laughs> uh, we have no idea who that mysterious foe is, that mysterious army. And of all of them, I think our best bet is, honestly, taking over Athens. Not for us, but at least disrupting that army. Oh, you're going to be the expert on that one. I uh, I went from never seeing people being a lot more people than I wanted to see in my lifetime, so... <sighs> but you guys have had my back, so... I guess I don't have any choice but to have yours, even if it kills me. Because... I mean... Another option would be is Sparta, but I don't even know if their king can be kind of difficult. We don't know what's going to happen with that, and do we really want to take the risk of that plan backfiring on us? We don't really have any other choice. Do we? I mean, no, you keep saying that. <laughs> you we, keep saying it. We're out of it's, options. It's, at this we're point. out of options. It's sad but true. Um, Demetrius, give me an intelligence check. I knew I was going to die at the end of this. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. This is not going to be good. Intelligence 7. 7? Okay, so even with the 7, you know when she, send, when she said the city of those who think they're free, uh, she meant like one, one, like one of the attacks of these armies is clearly going to go after the free city where your father and sister reside. Um, you don't know much else outside of that. But you do know that they are now a target of of something. Um, and uh, Jade, you served in the military and you worked like a spy. Go ahead and just give me an intelligence check as well. Jax is just going to be like, look, I, I think our only two options is either go back to Athens. Have mm. some like... 
do some spy shit. Maybe get you that or whatever his name is. Udaxis. 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 That's what it was. I don't know why I always wanted to do an E there. But Udaxis, you get him off his little power trip. And on, or so, go to Sparta. 11 on my uh, intelligence check. Uh, basically, like the same, you kind of think about the same things that uh, Demetrius was thinking of, like uh, more knowledge of like the Athenian military. Um, kind of like Jack said, like you know that this commander is not the best guy, not like the most well liked guy. So like there could be like some opportunity for ins for instability. You can kind of also piece together that um, the free city is going to be one of the ones that is that's attacked. You remember from there, like tensions were a little high between all the residents there. So you don't know if that would be like a great place to get like military support, but most people there were ex military of some kind. So that could be something uh, that you think of as well. And also weren't the people, the former eclipse soldiers in the free city, like, they left the Eclipse because of what they were doing? Yeah, most of the people, uh, as your father told you, the pe people who left um, the, the the Eclipse there um, were sold on, like, the an idea of, like, a new united Greece where, like, non-humans weren't prejudiced against. Um, but the Eclipse wanted a, like, total destruction with no regard for life, kind of. And once... Your father was the one to figure that out. He led kind of like a mass exodus of people and like minor revolution. So there is a lot of people there who do have like inner knowledge of like eclipse stuff. A reason to fight back. Mm -hmm. And a reason to fight back. So that would be a pretty good option too. Would be try to rally them for our like, cause. I mean, between the three of you, I'm sure that there are enough people that you can find or enough people that we can find that are willing to or straight up just want to fight them uh, and fight back, keep their city. But, I mean, we know there's a lot of people there. We know we could at least get some support. Uh, even if we move through the rest of our plan afterwards, if we can take out one target, at least that's one less thing we have to worry about. At least prepare them, maybe. I don't know. Take over one of the other armies. I I don't know. You guys are all the military things. I I don't know stuff about that. Everything I know about military is just in a book. So I'm just gonna. Uh, say Talia, give me an intelligence or history check. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, for history check. Uh, twelve for history check. Uh, when your mom said. Uh, the city within the walls, it instantly triggered the thought of, like, Thebes and the high walls that they had there. Um, so you have a you have a pretty good feeling that that's probably the other target. Um, the free city and Thebes would probably be the two mm -hmm. main targets that these armies are planning on attacking. Yeah. Well, the free city and the free city in Thebes are definitely going to be places that the other armies are going to be looking to take over, so... Maybe we just need to hopefully get ahead of them. And then, like you said, Jax, I guess we just hope for the best. Oh, we never hope. 
best. I want to try and hope for the best, because thinking about death, not really something I want to do, right? Well, let's not think about death and think about what we can do to prevent death. Okay? Sounds good? Cool. Well, as as one of you knows, death is necessarily permanent. Uh, looking at Demetrius. Valid point. Very valid point. Is there a way for us to find out who this mystery, where where that mystery foe is, or who they are? Is there a way for us to find out, or are we going to be surprised by that one? What I know is that they have power enough to mask their presence, not fully, but partially, from me. And you are not entirely blessed by the gods, but you have stray power from them, so they must be pretty powerful in order to... She looks at you with, like, darting eyes. I am not blessed at all. This is not a blessing. How did this yeah. happen? I just don't. I'm just, I don't even know what to say right now. I'm just kind of like still trying to figure out what the hell is going on that's making her body look the way it is. And knowing that she's trapped in it, I'm not really sure how you, I'm supposed to. You were young, so I don't blame you not remembering. Shortly after the war started, um, someone someone came for you. They wanted to take you, Talia. Uh, your father was away. You and I were barely surviving. One night, uh, a woman woman came for you. She 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 was wounded, but. Refused any help. Um, she cast some sort of magic towards you, and not knowing or trusting this woman, I tried to get in the way and stop it. Um, I was, I suffered part of the blast, and so did you as, as, as well. You, you knocked your head, which explains the. The loss of memory. By the time we both awoke, she was gone. I, I, I do not know, but not, not everybody in this world has the, the ability to actually control magic powers. You four are very much the exception, not the norm. And many of those you have face and encountered are exceptional people. Uh, but for those of us who are not supposed to have this power, according to the fates, it does not agree with our, our bodies. So it is destroying me, which is fine. I just wish it would destroy me sooner. <laughs> I, I still, to this day, cannot recognize her appearance. I do not know what she wanted with you. 
and I do not know what she was running from when which she was wounded. I don't remember any of that. And the last time I saw you, you... You weren't really you anymore. Well, after this magic hit me, I started having visions, but it wasn't, like, controlled. I didn't suffer. I wasn't in even the little control I have now. I did not have. So I would... I could bear every time I closed my eyes, there was some sort of vision of the war, the future, cities burning, people being stabbed, or sometimes good things too. Um, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't think, every, I couldn't, I just couldn't exist. So I followed this one of the visions out to the woods. Because I needed some sort of answers or respite. Uh, and I never forgiven myself for leaving you. But I couldn't take the suffering anymore. You know what, though? It's okay. I did okay. I'm here. I'm alive. I am much stronger than that day. And... We've been through hell and back, and these guys have literally saved my life on a few occasions. In your head again, you hear her clear voice. You've done much better than okay, daughter. Much better. Had to, like, try to, like, keep it in, so, like, I don't want boys seeing me crying, but, you know, it's, 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 it's an emotional feeling. I'm having, like, that, like, oh, my mom, and also terrible because of this that's in front of me that's not my mom my brain is like clustering right now which one of you is holding the map i think i was last time yeah, take you. Up. you feel the map begin to vibrate oh i take it out unscroll it and look at it uh off in the distance uh kind of like towards the edge like imagine this map operates with like minecraft map minecraft map rules where it like will move with you kind of yeah um like sort of off the edge you see through some trees like a pathway being rapidly cleared by something you can't tell what it is but like you can basically see that trees are being felled almost instantaneously and that path is heading towards where you guys are um uh we have a situation uh Tayrina, which is your mom's name Tayrina, uh she kind of shakes and says i think some answers might become more apparent here soon but that situation is important you should deal with it <laughs> uh jax is like yeah uh i don't know if i want to stay there for the answers with these trees being rapidly destroyed as Jax just kind of holds out the map for everybody to see. Big. Yeah, big. <laughs> Problematic. Uh, so what are you guys doing? I don't, I don't know. Hey, decide. You guys decide. I don't know. <laughs> um, 
I am emotionally broken at this current moment. I cannot be responsible for making decisions. Okay. Jax is just gonna be like, look. She said it was answers. Maybe at least some answers coming. Whatever this thing is, right? Might as well hide and see what they are. Because we have nothing really to go on right now other than the couple plans. And their shitty plans at that that we just came up with. It's true. It's very true. So why don't we... Like... Is there somewhere we can hide where we can still see what's going on? Can we make perception checks? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Is it dark or light out? Uh, it's probably getting towards night. I got a natty 20. I got 18. Okay, I mean, I'll just tell tell Jax uh, what you guys all need to know. Um, you can see, like, every second, this th whatever is coming towards you is inching closer. Um... You remember upstairs, the hut was like, it was like a very small one room, like flat roof cottage, uh, like in kind of like a clearing, which did have some magical defenses, but you don't exactly know, like clearly a, a devastating force is heading this way. You don't know what would happen if it got here. You don't know what would happen if it like ran into those magical defenses. Um, but there is like living trees and stuff in the forest, um, which, like, are not necessarily friendly, but not necessarily evil. Um, but, I mean, something is, like, plowing through the woods headed here. Um, you can, like, you can basically get the sense you can either, like, try and meet it here, or try and have it come all the way here and combat to you, but that does mean, like, a path has been cleared all the way to where this hut is, and obviously bad guys are after uh, Talia's mom. Um, um, so I have primeval awareness. I'm wondering if that's something that I could use here. Do I have to be like, outside or can I still use it? Uh, read primeval awareness. Okay. Uh, you can use your action and expend one ranger spell slot to focus your awareness on the region around you. For one minute per level of the spell slot, you can sense whether the following types of creatures are present within one mile of you or up to six miles if you are in favored terrain. Aberrations, Celestials, Dragons, Elementals, Fey, Fiends, and Undead. Doesn't reveal the creature's location or tell you that it's there. Uh, if you want to use a spell slot, uh, you can. I just don't know. I, I, I don't... We, we know it's something. We don't... Yeah, that's what I was just trying to see, like, if it would help us to figure out what it was, no, but... but... It's just, gonna way, tell me what it, it's just going to tell me that there is something. It's not going to tell me what it is. It's just going to tell me that there is something around us. Well, we, we already know something's coming. Just yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So That's either way, I, mean. I think I think we should just meet it. Okay. That's going to be the best way just so your mom isn't found out. Oh. Unless Jax kind of says this very quietly. <laughs> Unless you want to end her suffering now. I'm kind of like trying to make eye contact with her because I'm not really sure. She obviously give me an insight like check. Clearly looks like she's suffering, but 
uh, insight, uh, eight plus eight, so 15. Here's what you get. She's definitely suffering, like, her existence is pained. You do also understand that there is a very clear tactical advantage to having somebody who can see the future on your side. You also, like, have more questions and, like, have seven years of, more than seven years at this point, makeup. of, like, not understanding what's going on, like, yeah. makeup and, like, wanting to, like, have answers. Uh, I mean, since the day your mom left, you haven't seen your father since before the war. You never really got a conclusive answer to what happened to him. And then you haven't seen your mom since she left, which was, like, a year or two into the war. So... Mm. There's a lot of things that I need to deal with still, Jax. So let's just let's focus on keeping her safe for now, and we'll take care of it at some point. Just um, an option, because I know I get divine it. magic can be I get very it. And destructive. I get it, and um, it's very clearly a, a really... Hmm. It's a hard thing to handle, but we still have a lot more things to discuss. But for now, we need to take care of uh, whatever those trees currently. Uh, so let's head outside and go find it, defeat it, and keep moving. I start walking past, and I just put a hand on her shoulder and just start, then walk past and towards whatever it's coming. Okay. Everybody else just follow out of the out of the house. Um, so this thing is still like, we'll say f like five miles from where you guys are currently. So you guys, if you want to like pick a spot, um, set up and like set up an ambush of some kind, because um, it's like pretty clearly heading on just like a straight path that you can kind of predict. Um, or if you guys just want to get to it as fast as possible and like not take any prep or anything, um, but let me know what you guys are doing. I do have. Let's see this. I think traps is the best way. Oh, that doesn't. This okay. So this one doesn't help me until we actually get started. That part I didn't read. Okay. Well, I mean, we know we're dealing with something very large. We know that we're dealing with, um. Something that has a very clear, clear idea of what he's uh, looking for. Um, so I say, we'll surprise him and uh, see how far that gets us. We might get a little bit uh, leg up, as it were, I guess. I mean, the best, I think, I think just making a, a trap, if it's hostile. <laughs> We'll just, um, yeah, we'll just be ready to fight. That's all. That's, I mean, yeah. Give me an insight check, Jax. <laughs> See if you can figure out if this thing's hostile or not. I got a 17. Uh, I mean, what you can see with the way that it's, like, clearly leveling trees and shit, uh, this thing is probably not nice. It does not reduce, reuse, recycle. It kind of uh, wrecks shit. Yeah. You know? All right. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, so. so I think we should make a couple traps, maybe just like. I mean, I have um, 
Glyph of Warding. Okay. Um, and I'm going to put it in, like, its direct path, like, kind of predicting its movement from the map. Okay. And just put it on the ground. And I'm going to do... Should I do... Let's do cold damage. Hmm. All right. I can do cold damage. Um, such as a book scroll, a treasure chest, to cover an area of no diameter. If the surface of the object is moved, then. Uh, you decide what the what triggers the glyph when you cast a spell. So walking over it or something. Okay. Uh, I'm just making sure damage-wise. Yep, I can do cold damage. Would be five d eight. Um, so you guys like rush down, set like start to set up a couple miles away from where this thing is at the at the current moment. Um, Jax, you lay down, you cast these this like glyph that like you know buries itself into the ground, uh, glows with this pink energy. A dove lands on your shoulder, goes like. Brr! Oh, don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Don't say shit. It's my dove. <laughs> the dove, like, nods its head. Like, like yes. Yeah, like, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. I kind of scratch its neck again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Actually, I was going to be like, if you can, little dove, um, Little dove. Uh, can you uh, go be on the lookout for us and come back to me when you see something huge coming our way? Uh, it flies away. <laughs> cool. Uh, okay. Anybody else? Uh, any sort of like traps or anything? Any sort of? Uh, I'm doing that at try? a third level spell slot too. Okay. I'm picturing you, little dove. <laughs> Oh, it's a third level spell anyway. I thought it was uh, uh, interesting. Okay. Nope. I'm good. I think I'm good. Okay. I really don't have anything that I can do to prepare until it actually gets here. Uh, okay. Um, I how I'm are just you going to go into stealth? <laughs> okay. So I want you to imagine you guys are in. A woods, uh, like a path of woods. I'll say you kind of have, like marked off, like based off what you see on the map, you've marked off like the most expected path for this thing to come through, and it is about twenty feet wide. Uh, like this pathway that you Fuck. kind of marked right. off. Um, <laughs> um, you guys are in like a like a busy woods. Uh, there's like rocks, trees. How is everybody going to set up? For like preparing for this thing to come through, I think I'm just gonna be like outside that twenty foot uh, radius it takes up. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a tanky boy, so I think me being on the front lines is the best bet. Um, okay. I think um, Demetrius should be up on like a rocky, like on a higher elevation from us. Uh, to cast. There is like kind of like a, a small like rocky outcropping 
right. on like let's say you're on the right side looking towards where it's coming yeah uh, like on the opposite side there is like a kind of smaller rocky outcropping yeah um so i think one of our ranged people should be up there either a spellcaster or our ranger um Talia, what are you best at? You best at shooting a bow or actual like stabbing? But shooting is better for me in this case. Um, why don't you be on like the other side of the path from me, but further down? Yep, that's that works for me. I'm planning on using my dread ambusher, so that'll work for me. And then uh. Jade, I guess, is should be pretty far away too. I guess you all casts are long ranged. <laughs> yeah, we we have the ability. So um, if our if we spread our bodies out, we should be at least in a better position. Jade is also like a rogue and kind of beefy, to be honest. Sneaky. Yeah, I got I mean, sneak on my side. Jade probably should be a little bit closer. So Jade will be on the other side with Talia, mm -hmm. just a little bit closer. Okay. okay, so I'd be behind him technically. Yeah. So here's how I'm going to kind of imagine you guys are laid out, all right? So, like, we'll say, like, directly horizontal to the glyph of warding that you've put out behind, like, a tree or a rock or something is Jax. Um, a little on the other side of the path, a little in front of where the glyph of warding is, is Jade taking cover, ready to shoot at somebody from behind or rush up if need be. Uh, Talia is on the rocky outcropping about like 30 or 40 feet away from where Jade currently is. And then like 30 or 40 feet from where Jax is, is where Demetrius is. So you guys are on each two on each side of whatever this path that way thing is coming. Um, and um, you guys are now just kind of waiting. Everybody go ahead and give me stealth checks with advantage. Um, oh, I don't even get advantage. Damn. <laughs> I do. Gotta love plate armor, man. Gotta love plate armor. I mean, you gotta love a AC of 21 at I level know. 7. I, <laughs> I did get a dirty 20, though. Okay. 19 dirty, dirty 20. 13. 13. Even with advantage? Yep. That's fine. Uh, what would you get, Daisy? Uh, okay, cool. Um, you guys hear like what almost seems to be even with that without any sort of perception. You guys hear trees falling like rapidly. You hear a blade almost like spinning super fast, like some sort of blade is spinning. And then cutting, and you hear trees falling, getting closer, 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 each every second, closer, closer, until as you guys have kind of set on this little pathway here, this little clearing, all of a sudden, cutting down two more trees falling, kind of where near, where near Jade is, this large, 20-foot-tall brass, what appears to be a giant man but clearly not a human it has a head which is like a soldier's helm but in the eyes where like a normal human's eyes would be are two glowing gemstones 
is a figure made completely out of brass. It has what appears to be like an axe and a saw for its arms and is, like I said, 20 feet tall, just like lumbering through the woods, continuing chopping down trees, chopping down trees. It steps on your glyph of warding. Is there any save or anything it makes? Uh, a deck save. Deck save. It rolled a natural one. Um, <laughs> so 5d8 cold damage. 5d8. Okay, go ahead and roll that damage. Everybody roll initiative for me. Nineteen. Mm. Uh, twenty cold damage. Well, that's that's a good start. Yeah. Uh, I, rolled, I rolled really good on those d8s. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, initiative twenty-two. I got a uh, sixteen. And Demetrius, what about you? Ten. Okay. So before the thing even goes, as it steps on this, like, glyph that Jax has laid down, this, like, blast of frosty magic comes up, and it's, like, its glowing gold eyes turn to, like, a piercing red as it begins to, like, survey around. You guys are going to have a surprise round, because you all beat the DC for the stealth check. So we'll start in order. Jade, what are you doing first? It's not quite attacking us yet, or do we just need to do the attack? It has not found you at all yet. It has stepped on this on this uh, trap that Jax put in place. Uh, it has no idea how many of you there are, who's where, what's going on exactly. And so um, I don't, I you don't guys have a... full surprise on this. Bonus action, Hunter's Mark on the Brass Man, going to shoot it. Okay. Give me that attack roll. Don't forget your modifiers. Yeah, if I can pick up my dang dice without dropping it. Twenty-six. That's gonna hit. And that's a D six for damage, right? And so you roll a D eight plus four or five or something. A D eight plus three for your bow. Then you're gonna roll a D six for Hunter's Mark and a D six for your sneak attack. D8 plus 3 would be 9 on the D8, and 6 would be a 4 for the Hunter's Mark. And then one more D6 for your sneak attack. Top of that, a 3. Uh, okay, so 16 total damage as you just release uh, an arrow attack uh, with your like enchanted bow. You release an arrow attack into this uh, thing's back. Um Cool. Uh, next up would be Talia. So, let's see. Let's see. So I'm going to do... I'm going to use my Dread Ambusher uh, and take a shot at him. I'm not going to use my increase. It says my, my walking speed increases by 10 feet, but I'm kind of hiding, so I think I'm going to try and take a shot from hiding and not have to worry about it. Um... Alright, so I'm going to take my first shot with the longbow. <laughs> nat 20, motherfucker. 25. That's, yeah, nat 20 is, that, that'll that hit. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, so that is 
six piercing damage. And then I'm going to take my additional attack. As part of that action. Uh, action you, do a, you, you do an additional 1d8 damage um, with the... Uh, right. bow. Okay. But yeah. you're gonna do you're gonna roll two d eight for your normal bow attack, then two more d eight for the um dread ambusher because of your crit. Right. Okay. So plus whatever the two you add to your longbow. Yeah. Okay. So four. So four d eight altogether. Four d eight plus two altogether. So that is 9 plus 2, so that's 11 additional, so that would be 17 total piercing damage for that. Okay. You release an arrow from your bow, um, and uh, your bow, because of Artemis's enchantment, you see, like, it initially was, like, almost, like, planking off the armor, but then, like, a green burst almost propels it fully in, and it seems to do full damage to uh, the uh, this bronze automaton. Um, 17. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm Dag, yo. Jax, it's gonna be you. I'm gonna pop out from the tree and not really care if it sees me because I'm fine with it seeing me. Uh, and cast Guiding Bolt. Uh, at a let's say a second level spell slot. Yeah. Okay. Twenty. Uh, seventeen. Uh, hits. It's gonna be five d six. Seventeen damage. Cool. Yeah. That's sick. Uh radiant damage. Yeah. That's cool. And then literally just gonna sit here and look uh and make sure it looks at me. <laughs> uh okay. Uh last one up is gonna be Demetrius. Um casting Cloud of Daggers at a third level. Which is cool. 6d4. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright. You guys are laughing now. We're just, we're just making it mad. Damage. Pretty much. 16 you said? Yes sir. Fuck. Uh, okay. Cool. Your guys' surprise round is done. Jade, you're up again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No surprise there. So is it fully aware that we're killing it now? It now it has its eyes fixed on Jax. Uh, it has like its head spins around in like a three hundred sixty degree circle on its neck, uh, and clearly like makes eye contact with all of you. Uh, it sees all of you. And none of this, none of us, especially Dimitri, <laughs> is not near this thing, right? Uh, Jax has run up to it. Um, God damn it, Jax! But he's a tough little boy. My dude, I am a tank. You're, don't worry about me. 
I That's know, a bold man. thing to say when know, fighting against a literal I've tank. Killed poor Demetrius twice. I'm not going to do it again. You know? <laughs> He's at full health. He'll be fine. <laughs> I have 90 HP. I should be fine. Should be. Thanks for telling should me that be. now. All should right. be. Jax and automation deck save. Okay. Yeah, uh, nineteen. My guy passes. Both of you pass. Uh, 13. 13 total for your attack roll does not hit. Actually, sorry, sorry. Wrong modifier, wrong modifier. Uh, fourteen. That is going to hit. Um, so give me your D eight plus three plus your D ten for plus your D six for Hunter's Mark plus D six. For sneak attack, because you still have sneak attack, because Jack is taking its attention, plus a d10. So, 1d8, 2d6, 1d10, plus 3. Which one was 2d6? 2d6. You see how many dice you can roll when you, like, look at what you do? <laughs> I'm still learning here, especially because I usually use the chat scroller here. Mm-hmm. Alright, 2d6 is... Eight total. D eight plus three is seven plus. No, sorry, excuse me. The D eight is seven plus three. Ten, so, so ten. You eighteen total. And then also four on the um, D eight on the D six. Sorry, half to D8. two yeah. for half to two for jacks and the automaton so Correct. you do um 20 total damage to this thing um and two damage to me and two damage to jacks yeah my bad. Uh, uh, okay talia uh you're still up on like the rocky outcropping what are you doing uh so i am well i guess trying to figure out if i want to just stay where i am or if i want to move up but this thing is very large and i'm still smaller than everybody so uh i feel like i did a pretty good amount of damage so i feel like i could just keep shooting um especially because he's looking at jacks and not paying attention to anything else around um mm -hmm. i'm trying to think if i want to use a spell slot but i have to get closer if i'm going to use that though because i'm kind of far away aren't i you're probably like 40 feet away from it so i could use well, no, Thunder Wave is a square, so that's not really going to help me. That's not going to help. Thunder Wave's got to be closer. Yeah, Thunder Wave's right much. Thunder Wave. Yeah. I'm trying, I was trying to figure out, like, what would be good for, like, a like a, like a brass person. Like, I can't entangle. I don't think it's going to help anything. I don't think that's going to hold them. And Poison Spray is not going to do anything because it's not breathing. So, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess I could try Frostbite. Is Frostbite something I can do from that far away? Uh, click on the spell and what's the range on it? That doesn't. Where is range? For the most part, on uh, Jeez, oh, on right. it will tell you range. yeah, sixty. Sixty feet. You're okay. within sixty feet. Okay, so yeah. Um. Okay, so if I'm gonna do that, then he needs to make. This is a con save DC eleven. It's gonna pass. Okay. So one D six. 
Six. So, halved. Does it take half on a fail? I don't think it takes half on a fail. Frostbite. Um, on fail, target takes 1d6 cold damage. Has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes before the end of the next turn. But it passed, so uh, I don't if it, if it doesn't If it doesn't say it takes half damage, then it doesn't take then any it damage. Then it just doesn't take any damage. Okay. Nope. It, uh, so you you go, you cast out this like blast, like this icicle, as it, it just shatters fully against this brass automaton. Too, too strong, too powerful oh, for this. Uh, Jax, it's going to be your turn. Uh, I'm going to cast Divine Favor as a bonus action okay. on myself. Um, to my small ends, my attacks deal 1d4 radiant damage extra. Cool. Uh, and then attack with the Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, 16. Uh, hits. And separate how much, uh, please tell me the difference, or your, your radiant and your... Uh, ooh, eight, 11 damage physical, or bludgeoning, uh, and then 1d4 radiant, which is three. Uh, so you go, you swing your hammer fully at this, uh, at this automaton and you fully clang off of it. Uh, but like where your hammer hit, you do see a little blast of like holy light, um, that did, uh, some sort of damage. Okay. But that's going to be our friend's turn. Uh, Jax, this guy looks at you. <laughs> 14 isn't going to hit you, sadly. Nope. Neither is a 10. Um, <laughs> it is like still kind of like gathering itself from like everything that's just happened as it kind of like slams it's like axes and shit towards you um but not really able to actually wait wait a second um it gets a third attack and that's a nat one so it doesn't fucking matter uh demetrius uh but you can see it did like rev up its gears inside of it and seem to get like stronger of some kind okay uh demetrius it's gonna be your turn I am within 30 feet of the, the thing, right? You can certainly get to there. I would like to get to there. And then okay. I'm going to cast Witchbolt. Go ahead and cast it, my friend. 16. Just is going to hit. Um, so I'm casting at a second level. So that okay. is going to be 2d12. Sure. Uh, great. Eight damage. Uh, how? Do, what does your witch bolt look like? How do you cast this? <clears throat> Using his quarterstaff, he swings it kind of like overhead. And just a bolt of lightning comes flashing out of it and stays on him for uh, the duration of the concentration spell. So it is kind of like turns towards where Jax is. Um, which like opens up its chest to you and you blast it with this like bolt of lightning. Um, 
that hits in his check chest uh, and certainly makes it unhappy. Jade, what's up? What are you doing now? Still kind of pondering what I'm going to do besides just shoot it in the back of its head, hopefully. The hunter's mark still active. Mm-hmm. 19, I know that'll hit. Yeah. So 1d8 plus 6, right? 1d8 plus 3 plus a d6. Well, that's what I meant. 1d8 plus... D6, yeah. D plus six is eight. Four for the D6. So, 12 damage. D8 plus three. So yeah, that, D8 plus three. So, so six still... plus four, so ten. Yeah. Ten total damage. Uh, you shoot it in the back of the shoulder. I mean, the arrow clearly, like, penetrates this, this bronze armor. Um, but it's clearly a, a tough boy. Talia, what are you going to do, sweetie? What am I going to do? I think I'm not going to try another spell slot, and I think I'm just going to shoot at him again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, all I have is a scimitar. That's not really going to help me at all. Uh... Really wish I had a hammer. Well, right. a hammer didn't seem to do too good for Jack, so. I guess that's true. Uh, all right. Well, I am going to try again with the longbow. And... Yeah, my hand's still a little bit uh sore. Yeah, uh -oh. it's like when you foul off like like at the like at the base of the bat with like uh -oh. a, a foul ball, uh -oh. your hands just sting. Uh, uh let's see. So I got an eighteen. Sure, that hits. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it does. Must yeah, be nice. Does. Must be nice. It, does. it is fucking nice. It's fucking beautiful, as a matter of fact. Shit's fucking stupid. This game sucks. You're <laughs> <laughs> mad. Uh, that is um, eight piercing damage. Cool. Uh, same thing like with the jade. Like your arrow makes purchase, but this thing is thick. It's a thick boy. Um, Jax, it's going to bring It'd us back around thick, to you. Thick. Thick, thick, thick. What do we do, do for this? To do, what do I want to do? I feel like necrotic damage ain't gonna work because he's a robot. I was gonna say, like, what kind of shit works on this? Should have used sacred flame. Deck save. I gave him my best shot and it barely did. Uh, what's your DC for saves? Uh, it's gonna fail. Two uh, D eight radiant damage. Uh, 10 damage. Oh, shit. Um, as you, like, blast it with this holy fire, uh, it turns from you, uh, still kind of shocked. I have a question. Um, yes, sir. Is my fire pink now? Uh, there's, like, a little bit of pink as you cast it. Okay. Um, but the fire itself is not pink. Aww. Do you want it to be pink? Fuck yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So this pink flame engulfs the leg and, like, heats the metal, but the metal rapidly cools. Um, uh, this thing, once again, it's like gears inside it rev up, um, and it's going to head over 
like stop uh you get an attack of opportunity Jax, if you want it okay he uh, wants it i definitely want it 15 <laughs> uh does not hit okay uh but it lumbers towards demetrius it's gonna make three attacks on demetrius uh first one's gonna be a 12 does that hit you my AC is 12. Okay, so it's going to hit once. Uh, it's going to hit twice. And it's going to crit once. Uh, it's going to do 12 damage on the first hit. God. 19 damage on the second hit. So good. Eleven plus nineteen plus five. Twelve. Uh, uh, you go down. Right. <laughs> Jesus. You said eleven plus nineteen plus five. That's thirty-five. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's your what's your HP? Thirty. Well, it was thirty-seven, but now it's zero. <laughs> Man, you gotta work on your HP. <laughs> So it it comes like it lumbers towards you, Jack. Like you try to like stop it, but it's just too big, too strong. Uh, And like, like reeling, locked its eyes on you after you cast that witch bolt on it. Uh, It just fully uh, and like flattens you, um, knocking you unconscious. Uh, That's it. Uh, I need you to give me a death saving throw, Demetrius. 17. Can't, can't blame uh, me on this one. That is going to be a pass. Uh, Jade, so it's going to be back up to your turn. You see this thing just completely flatten Jade, or Demetrius, in one turn. Um, How far away from uh, am I, say, 30, 40 feet? Uh, it, is, it was about 20, it's 50 feet from you at this point. Take a look at my, um, my uh, weapon. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell me what the distance is. Uh, so you make a normal attack within 150 feet, and then you can shoot up to 600 feet, but over 150 feet, you have to shoot with disadvantage. Oh, so no, you're no, no, fully... Not, not my not my bow. Not my bow. My, your, my, uh, my dragonborn weapon. Your breath weapon? 15-foot uh, cone. It's 15 feet. 15-foot cone. Yeah, so it's, I gotta it's get closer. Short. Yeah. I'm gonna take one full turn of movement to get closer to use it. Uh, okay. So... But, uh, can, I do it, can I do it stealthy, or has he got his attention on something else? I mean, at this point, it is still, like, turned to where Demetrius's body is flattened. Um, so if you take your... You can cunning action dash as a bonus action to get to within 15 feet of it to use your cone. So I don't... So it will be a bonus action instead of a action action. Because your action has to be using the breath weapon. Gotcha. But you have a rogue thing that allows you to dash as a bonus action, and you need more than just your 30 feet of movement to get to it. Let's do uh, that. Okay. And so that puts me close enough to use it. Mm-hmm. You're 15 feet away from this thing now. 
and it needs to make a DC saving throw, which equals eight plus your constitution modifier proficiency bonus. Uh, so that's going to be eight, nine, eleven for you. It's a deck save. Yeah. Deck save, yeah. Uh, it's going to get a one in total because it has minus one to dex. So now I got to roll the attack. Um, so just roll that damage. See, 2d6. No. What do I use for that? doesn't say. It says 2d6 uh, for damage on fail save. Yeah, so give me 2d6. Four. Uh, okay. You blast it out, and it, uh, it takes uh, some damage here. Uh, looking, it's looking hurt. It's not, it's not not damaged as a result of what's happened. Uh, Talia, it's gonna be your turn. Hmm. All right. Uh. Let's see where is it? <sighs> okay, so I want to use. Can I use Gift of Chromatic Damage on the arrows that I'm going to shoot with the longbow? Like, does that make sense to do? Mm. So, Gift of Chromatic Damage, you can uh, use a bonus action to touch a simple martial weapon and infuse it with acid, cold fire, lightning, or poison. For one minute, you add extra 1d4 damage to the chosen type of the chosen type when it hits. That I think that's sense. cool enough to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean... So uh a martial weapon technically isn't that, but yeah, but I think it's cool, oh, so it I'll allow it. Awesome. I like yeah, these things. Right, yeah. Good. Good. I, uh, what kind of damage are you gonna add? So I'm thinking it's either oh. cold, or, either cold or fire damage. Don't do fire, acid, or cold. Okay. Uh, you here's what you do know. Like I will say this: you have seen cold fully affect this thing so you know for sure that cold works okay well then we're you gonna don't go know cold. about acid okay well we're gonna go with cold then all right um i would just assume acid but who the fuck knows especially with dnd <laughs> well i'm not really trying to like test anything right now if oh, I know why not? Cold, it's a perfect opportunity to test <laughs> unless it doesn't work play is dead <laughs> vex Right? <laughs> Gift of chromatic damage is fucking dope and I don't want to waste it, alright? Yeah, so you like imbue your bow and it like glows like this like like pale blue for a I second as you draw another arrow and knock it. Um go ahead and make your attack roll. Alright, so fourteen plus five nineteen. That hits? Yeah, yeah it does. Uh so I add Add 1d4 damage. So 2 plus 2 is 4 plus 1d4. So 7 damage total for cold. Or, oh, wait, no. It would be all cold damage, or would some of it be piercing damage and cold damage? It's piercing and cold damage. She's only piercing adding a d4. Cold. Right. Okay. So it'd be so it'd be the three. So it'd be the three additional cold damage plus the. Uh, four piercing damage. 
Whatever, you have a fucking magic bowstring, so it all does shit damage Badass to it. Badass is what uh, it is. It does all coins. Uh, so, ten total damage is what you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It The arrow glows this pale blue as it pierces in, goes through the thing. It starts to, like, stumble a bit as its gears, like, uh, turn. Um, Jax, that's gonna be you. How far is our little magic boy? Uh, about 25, 30 feet from you. I'm gonna take my movement. Go over to him, uh, and cast Cure Wounds at a third level. Uh, so okay. 3d8 plus 3. My dates are so scattered right now. And 11, 14. 14. HP back. HP back. Um, and bonus action going. Spell slot down. What is, is this bonus action? Uh, and then I'm gonna cast uh, Shimmering or Shield of Faith on Demetrius. Okay. As a bonus uh, so you cast Shield of Faith on Demetrius. Uh, the automaton to has to. AC. Um, the automaton's gears stop like wearing, um, and it kind of slows down as it kind of gathers itself for a second. Um, and it's going to make three attacks, or only it's only going to make two attacks this turn. Uh, first one at Jax is going to hit. Um, Jax doesn't like that you brought uh, your boy back up. Uh, it's going to do 20 damage to you. Okay. Uh, it's going to go at take a second attack at Demetrius. Uh, it's going to hit. Even, Even with, with your shield of faith. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to get like a 21 total. Ooh. Um, and it is gonna knock Demetrius back down. <laughs> it's gonna do fifteen damage. <laughs> um, but it's like clearly like not as tough as it was just a second ago, um, because it's like not like running at top level uh, Wait, again. Fifteen damage. Yeah, didn't you have fourteen? Yeah, yeah, it was fourteen altogether that I healed you up. I rolled really badly. <laughs> Sad days. Uh, Jade, uh, Demetrius, your death saves are reset. Uh, go ahead and give me a death save again. 16. That's going to be a pass. Uh, Jade, that's going to be your turn. This thing is not looking like it's in awesome shape. Um, yeah, I don't have cure wounds on this character, so I can't do nothing to help, to help Demetrius, so... Might as well just keep trying to knock it down. Nine plus six, that's so fifteen. That is gonna hit right now. Just straight up. D eight. D plus three and a D six, right? Yep. Actually, two D six because there's another creature within five feet of it, so you still get sneak attack. One on the D eight plus three, so that would be four, four total. Four total on that, and six for the D six. Okay, so ten total damage. Uh, one, I mean, once again, this your arrow finds full purchase, and it's like this thing is starting to like wobble a little bit. 
Um, clearly in rough shape. Talia. Um, so I'm actually going to use my bomb of summer court. Um, Demetrius is definitely within 120 feet of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pool of fey energy represented by a number of also 40. So that's eight. Target regains number of hit points equal to the total. Target also gains one temporary hit point per die spent. So it's, so four. it's so it'd be four additional plus the eight. Yeah, so eight HP plus four temp HP back for Demetrius. But now that doesn't count as a bonus action, right? That's read it for me it doesn't specify it just says you become endued with the blessings of the summer court you're a font of energy that fight from injuries it says it's a feature as a bonus it? action uh so that is your bonus action but you can still take your attack no you're right i didn't even i didn't even see that part i'm sorry um okay so that was a bonus action so i can still take my attack but i can't do anything else after that um my, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take another shot, I guess, because theater. Uh, so seventeen hits, right? Yes. Seven plus two, so nine piercing damage. Okay. Plus, uh, is your D four thing still active? Or no? Your chromatic um, shit. No, no, the, no. From, that's only for the, one turn. It's for one for one minute. What's one minute? How many turns is one minute? Ten. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. that goes for a while then. Okay. Yep. Okay, that's what you meant by that. Okay, so then I get the extra D four on top of that. So nine plus four is thirteen. So thirteen damage. Okay. Uh, four of that being cold and. Whatever. Cool. Damage. Jax, it's going to be your go. <sighs> Alright. Um, so, Demetrius is back up, right? Mm hmm. How many hit points you got? How many hit points you got, boy? Have... You have 8 plus 4 temp. Yeah, I have 12 hit points total. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna cast Guiding Bolt at a second level. Uh, uh 19. Hits. 5d6 radiant damage. Uh, 16 damage. Uh, 16 total damage? Okay. Uh, and then bonus action, I'm just gonna do mass healing word on me and our boy Demetrius as a bonus action. Okay. Uh, 1d4 plus spell cast modifier. Hey, I rolled a 4, let's go. Uh, I spoke 
Uh, so seven HP back to both of us. Cool. My boy's gonna attack you. It's gonna hit you on the first attack. It's gonna hit you on both of them. Uh, 16 damage on the first hit. Yeah. Uh, 14 damage on the second hit. As Ow. it takes... These two Jesus. massive arms uh, into you. Uh, but luckily, its gears are still kind of like stuck, not running as fast as possible, so it can't make uh, its third attack. Uh, Demetrius, you're up. Alright. Yeah, he didn't die again. Nice. <laughs> this thing's pissed off at Jax for keeping healing. It's <laughs> fucking downed guy. It's killed. It's like a cod rebirth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He keeps going to the gulag and not even being able to play, just gets respond. <laughs> keeps winning. <laughs> gulag king. Gulag. Oh. Yeah. Nah, he's a resurgence guy. I don't play cod. So I don't know. Right, we're doing re means. we're doing which bolt again again. <laughs> okay. 22 to hit. Sure. And he's only going to be a second level. That was... Two D12. damage okay so once again you cast out a bolt of lightning um does some shit to it uh jade it's gonna be you all right go ahead and just another just basic attack with hunter's mark and sneak attack Pull your bow. Go ahead and make your attack roll. Dirty 20. Have you guys missed tonight? For I don't know if you I have. Haven't. I've missed like twice. <laughs> nope, I didn't miss. <laughs> Hi, I, think I'm the, I think I'm the only one that's missed it. Ten on the D eight plus three, and then you're gonna hate this. Twelve total on the D sixes. You're right. I do hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. That's that's twenty two more damage. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> Talia, it's gonna be your turn. That's just 22 more damage, you know? No big deal, you know? Not a problem. <clears throat> well, um, okay, here. Well. 
Yeah, I still don't feel like moving. So, uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep using if it ain't my. ain't broke. Don't don't fix it. You know. No, that's for real. I'm not I'm not messing with that. <laughs> you sound like Fran from the nanny right there. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Twenty-four. Yeah, that hits. Oh, that's fabulous. Surprisingly, I know. Six plus two. So eight piercing damage plus three cold damage. So eleven. Eleven total. Uh thing is still standing but struggling. Clearly. Jax. I wanna see if this is gonna work. I'm trying to I'm right so right next to him, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna touch him and cast uh, inflict wounds. <laughs> Let's see if it works. <laughs> Uh, melee like spell attack. That's what I thought. Oh, 18 plus 6, so uh, 20. Go ahead and read me the verbiage of Inflict Wounds. Make a melee spell attack creature you can reach. On a hit, the target takes 3d10 necrotic damage. Uh, okay. My d10. Nineteen, sorry, no, twenty-one. Math hard. Okay, so you like put your hand kind of in the same spot where your fire had wrapped around uh, the leg yeah. of the creature, uh, and like the metal was already kind of weak. And you see, like, you cast this magic and this pink dove, just like these, like this swarm of pink doves, just fucking peck at its leg, just like. <laughs> Uh, and just like so breaks the foot off and kind of like collapses but still steadies itself standing very clearly beat up uh it's gonna go make uh some last ditch efforts it's gonna hit you once it's gonna hit you twice okay and it's gonna hit you gently <laughs> I, I wait no i didn't roll it's gonna hit you twice okay uh, 14 damage on the first one. Yeah. Uh, and 15 damage on the second one. Doesn't really matter. Um, I'm looking bad, though. I'm fucking... I'm looking bad. <laughs> Demetrius, uh, you're up. Alright, I'm still holding concentration on the Witch Bolt. Yeah, just hold mm -hmm. damage that shit. <laughs> but since I cast it at second level, do I still... Do I roll two d12s again? Yes, I so. just one. Okay. Yep. Thirteen damage. Demetrius. <laughs> How do you want this thing to die? Hell yeah, it's painfully. <laughs> Get him. Get him, boy. Demetrius. Knock him down for freaking killing you twice. Bones, like, shattered. It, it pains you to even stand. You kind of, like, prop yourself up with your quarterstaff reach out your hand and this like lightning energy that you have like swirling around the like insides of this of this uh automaton you just fully expand it and just it fully like goes just like uh and tumbles over demetrius Jax, and jade give me dexterity saving throws oh no, no. <laughs> uh oh don't get squished oh i got it at 20. <laughs> He's like fucking like nimble, just goes. Pew. All 
I just put up my shield and just like <laughs> fall on like bounce <laughs> off of it and get exploded into the air. Uh, eighteen. So you're all gonna pass. Uh, you're all gonna take half of thirty-seven damage. Um, so eighteen points of damage as this thing falls and collapses in all fours. Um, as it dies, crushing two of you as it as it goes. <laughs> uh, Talia in yeah eighteen. So I have. One HP remaining. <laughs> <laughs> yo, those two, those like that little extra healing where it helped. He's got it, yo. He's fine. It's fine. He's got it's it. Fine. He got this. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything is fine. Temp HP saved my ass. <laughs> yes, it did. I'm right, it did. Okay. Um, third time. <laughs> so Jax is unconscious right now as the thing just kind of crushed him. Uh, Talia, you in Talia, you're perfectly fine. Uh, Jade, you took a you know peeping helping of damage, but you're still like looking good. Demetrius, you're looking real fucked up, um, but alive as this thing has gone down. All right. Uh, you can see on the map as it kind of like falls out of Jax's uh, like pack. The pathway being cut through the woods has stopped. Um. And the immediate threat seems to be over. Nice. Uh, everybody who's alive, uh, actually, are any of you going to try to do anything to like bring Jax up? I got 11 for my first death save. I don't even have okay. potions, man. I was going to say, I think I used the only... Oh, no, actually, that's a lie. Oh no, never mind, that one's not for that. If um, any of you can beat a if any of you three can beat a twenty on a medicine check, I'll let you get him one HP. Alright, cool. Uh let me try. What was it? What was the number I'm shooting for? Twenty. <laughs> I got it. I do. Uh so Talia, you kind of like gather like a bunch of herbs and stuff and like make a little solve and you kinda of, like put it like pat it on like different parts of Jax's like wounds. And they start to like close up a little bit. Jax, you like <gasps> breathe awake. Uh, clearly, clearly fucked up. If somebody were to attack you, you and Demetrius would both die. Um, but you are alive in the immediacy. Uh, everybody, go ahead and give me investigation checks on this thing. Interesting. My mouse isn't working right now. That's cool. Hey, I've been there, buddy. I rolled in that one, so I got a four. My scroll wheel. Twenty-three. Uh, investigation. That's a shit fucking roll, bro. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, fucking roll, bro. Talia, what'd you get? What? I got uh twelve. Twelve. Um. So, Jay or not Jade? Uh, Demetrius and Jax. You guys are both kind of just like, holy shit! Can't believe you're alive. Up. Uh, Talia, you're still like focused on healing Jax. Um, Jade, as you go to investigate, um this automaton further um you see there is like very clearly it has like some very humanistic parts to it as like it's like chest piece is kind of blown open uh you can see like there's like a gold gem where like a human heart would be or like a humanoid heart would be uh that was like clearly pulsating some sort of magic making this thing run 
Uh, it has some sort of technology you have, you have not seen. Uh, those of us like you know in present day would know that to be like gears and stuff turning, making this like mech you know mechanized creature move. Uh, you also see like the eyes, which were two like gold glowing gems, still glow. Um, but this creature, like whatever this is, is clearly dead. The heart has like gone out to like a it was like flashing gold, flashing gold, and then went completely see through. Um, so you can like kind of surmise that the heart is dead, um, but the gems in its eyes still are working. In Jack's, um, this damn thing still staring at me. <laughs> uh, but Jax, with your 13, as you kind of get up and like, just kind of look at yourself, you do feel like a pain on like your stomach. Uh, I want to lift up my shirt. Or, you, yeah. you see what appears to be almost a, a, a like brand in your stomach. Uh, you don't remember getting it. Uh, it kind of looks like one of the, like some of the chain links, um, from when you were chained up. Uh, but you can see that it is like pulsating like a very dull gold. You have a Harry Potter scar on your tummy. Huh. Can I make a... <clears throat> an arcana? Check. Or religion check. Uh, give me Arcana. Okay. Just flat out, you can, like, surmise that this is something divine. Yeah. But a religion check wouldn't get you much more than that. Um, uh, got a 16. Uh, what you can kind of, like, see is you, like, look at the, like, glowing gold eyes, see the glowing gold, um like scar that you have is that somehow some way this uh like construct was able to track you can i uh, let's see what kind of check would this be can i kind of like start dissecting it a little bit like trying to take parts out of it and or at least try to take the heart out of it. Give me we'll just say give me an intelligence check. Okay. Uh this would be fifteen. Uh so you take the like stone, like the gem thing that was its heart. Um take it out. Uh the technology that's like in this is like beyond you you're like you're familiar with like pulleys and simple wheels yeah, and so stuff what, what Jax this is, is trying what Jax is trying to like since he feels like that divine energy coming from it and like the probably only person or only god that would be able to create something like this is what he's his mind is thinking of is Hephaestus right now mm -hmm. just because like he feels like it definitely tracked him he doesn't know if it tracked the all of us or just him so his mind is all on like Hephaestus right now because he is the one that when he was in the cave took Aphrodite so 
So you can't get much by thinking about, like, looking at the machine, what you can, like, get is kind of like, Hephaestus would be the only one who would be able to do this. Yeah. But that's kind of all you get from the machine. But you do get that when you were attacked the second time in the cave, when Ares was um, stabbed, you were released, Aphrodite was chained up. Hephaestus did have control of the chains. The brand in your skin looks to be something from the chains. And the color of the brand glowing and the color of, like, what was the heart and is still the eyes glowing uh, matches. So okay. it would make the most sense that Hephaestus had some magic chains that did something to you. And Hephaestus now has at least one metal warrior thingy. I'm going to keep the heart and just put it in my bag. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to look at them and just be like, I think it was uh, Festus that set this thing. As I kind of show them the brand on my stomach and just be like, I th think somehow he's tracking me. Uh, well, that... As I'm, like, pointing to his tummy, like, that does not look good. That definitely looks like there's some some shady stuff going on with that. It's very possible that he's tracking us, and exactly why we were able to see that thing coming directly at us. So, I think what we need to do is maybe get back into the hut, find a way to stay hidden until we can figure out where we're going to go. Take a rest, get ourselves situated, and then head out to find out the information that we're looking for so we can go to the free cities. Yeah, I'm very confused, but yeah. I think, you know, we could find out more. Maybe we can ask, maybe we can ask Mother about it and see if she knows or can figure it out. Or... I don't think that's something she's gonna know. You never know. I mean, true. Never. She know, surprised but... me with a lot of things that um she knew about, and even now I'm finding out that there are more things that she knew about than I even knew. So uh, I wouldn't put it past her. She's very in tune with the world around her, or was. Uh, I mean, it seems like she's so partially there, but then... I don't know. E either way, we can get there. Maybe it'll give me a chance to ask some more questions. And um, then we can leave. I mean, no, no complaints there. I got no idea. That's fine. Um, so we can, we can go back to the house. Uh, I can... I can use, uh, I guess I could, could use my Hearth of Moonlight and Shadow to keep us hidden. At least until we can get a rest in, so that no one else will come looking for us. If they are tracking you, they won't be able to find us. 
Sounds good to me. Worst comes to worst, I just go at it alone. If I can't get this brand off me. Oh. We'll do some research. We'll figure it out. We, we all seem to have to stay together. Because it seems like without each other, we're uh, pretty doomed. Uh, so, my vote is we try and stay together as much as possible. Fair enough. Alright, so really we're going back then. Alright, well, we'll go back then. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, so Jax takes the heart crystal out of this thing, uh, and you return to the hut. Um, that thing was staring at me after we killed it. I mean, you could have taken the eyes. Do you guys want to take the eyes? I'm taking the eyes. They are gems. (laughs) I'm taking the eyes. Uh, you take the eyes. They're two yellow gemstones of, uh, possibly... Decent value. Insight check on them? Yeah, go ahead and make an insight check. There you go. I wouldn't say we're staring at you. I don't think this thing has pupils. So you don't have I, to I don't, yeah, I don't was think staring it, at me. I think, I think you're being paranoid, but, you know, that's okay. Insight zero, so okay. 11. 11. Uh, as you pull the eyes out of its head, they still seem to look at you. Oh... <laughs> Yikes. No, uh, they're they're clearly like gemstones, um, you know. But in now that, that as you pull them out of the head, they just look like normal, like well cut, well made gems. Um, could probably sell them or trade them at some point. Is there um, somewhere in town I can say have them like not well this day and age not analyzed but looked at or something? Maybe in like way. a big town, probably, but not in like a. Not around here. Like village or, you know, in the middle of the fucking forest. Yeah, I'll hang on to them until then. Okay. okay. Alright. Uh, so once we get back in, I'm going to use Hearth of Night and Shadow. That is, it says, we can be used during a short or long rest. Uh, help to guard your respite. At the start of the rest, you touch a point in space. An invisible 30-foot radius sphere of magic appears, centering on the point. Total cover blocks the sphere. While in the sphere, you and your allies gain five uh, five plus bonus to dexterity, stealth, uh, and wisdom checks. And any light from open flames inside the sphere isn't visible from outside. Okay. Uh, we'll say uh, you guys can take a short rest as you get back to the hut. Um, as you get back, uh, your mom still standing... Uh, shaking. It looks like you were successful in stopping whatever that was. was some sort of brass built creature. Uh, mm, a creature of metal, you say? With gem eyes. Ooh, scary. Yeah, yep, scary. Mm-hmm. But we did it. Uh, took a while, but we, we did it. Um, also wanted to ask you about this, and I kind of just, like, yank up Jackson's shirt and just show it to her. Whoa, take you out to dinner first. Talia, my daughter, I thought I asked, raised you better than that. Did you ask him permission before you 
just ripped his shirt off. The most important thing is we need to know what this protrudingness is going on here. Because The most concerning. important thing is that you do not just take oh, his yeah. shirt off without oh, his consent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining if you want to go there. But See? Sure. See, he's not going to complain. It's all right. Fine, we're good. This is important. I need to know what this is because whatever this is is probably connected to why things keep finding us and why bad things keep finding us. Jack, did you even give her consent to do this? Shut up! <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, like I said, if she wants to go there, that's not, all right, let's, can we just move past that? Can we just talk about the thing? In can in we like not a completely let this go out of the way here. In like a completely solid like. Like the most stable voice you've heard, she like stares at you, Jackson. Says, "Do not talk about my daughter like that." Um, oh, Jesus. oh shit. Um, <laughs> but as she like looks, drink or dinner or something like that. <laughs> as she looks at the brand, she says, "You have been marked by a magical item that's just apparently." You said this was a, uh, a, uh, construct creature, not natural in any way, that attacked you? Not natural in, like, the sense that we know of, at least. That isn't the only one who could do such a thing. Would be Hephaestus that I am aware of. A creature of metal moving, a soldier of metal. I cannot imagine much worse than that. Uh, you will need a powerful magic to break this curse. Yeah, kind of assume that one. I mean, makes sense that he would try to mark me out of everyone just because I was in the cave that time. Yes, you were captured and therefore the only one we had access to. And he knows that he's the he knows that I know that he took Aphrodite. He knows I know he knows. <laughs> ah. Do you know of Anybody? To be fair, maybe she should not have been cheating on him. That True. is not an excuse for his behavior, though. No, not an excuse for anybody's behavior. Yes. Um, but do you know of anybody with powerful magic enough to break this mark? I believe you met a woman in Thebes who has a kind of magic that is able to break such a spell. Yes, yes, I did. She's. She is a priestess of powerful night magic. You said night magic. Yes. Don't know if I would trust her. Oh, 
Well, considering the god of the sun is the evilest one here, maybe the knight is the answer. You can only do so much about being betrayed, but we also, someone with so much power, we may need to consider that we might have to take that route. Yes, but when I was in the cave, um, there was two people behind all of this. Obviously, Apollo. And, uh, forget the other one's name. Fuck. Hecate. Hecate. Uh, who was, isn't the god of the moon, was it? Or night? Hecate's the goddess of the moon, not necessarily night and darkness. If anything, being the god of the moon would be light of some sort. Oh, that's a very insightful daughter. It is, uh, technically, the moon is just the sunlight reflecting. Well, two options as of right now. Either I keep the brand and we go to the city. The free, one of the free cities. <laughs> or we take a pit stop and try to find this woman. I think it's worth it to find her. If we can find her and get this curse removed from you, it does um, help us significantly because it obviously seems like and that's not going to help us. I mean, it, she's as powerful magic. She could also maybe find Aphrodite too I but that's, that's a hard 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 uh, yep there's a lot of hard maybes for this one we could be we could get screwed but at the same time i think at this point at this point in our journey we need to just we have to take the best because we just are running out of Yeah, uh, I think our best bet is just to find this woman, I guess, then. She, do we, wait, is it, is it close? Oh, you said she was back in Thebes, right? Uh, your mom, once again, like, has this blue magic and, like, this blood spur out uh, into this, uh, like, little vision pool thing. And she says, the Bay of Thessalonius is not very far from here, and that is where this woman currently resides. However, she might set sail for a passage to the underworld, as priests of the night are akin to do occasionally, so you better hurry. That's why she knew how to undo my other curse. I don't like the idea, but... Honestly, if we can get into the underworld... You're could. thinking we could sneak in? How do we do that? How do we just get to the underworld undetected? Well, no. I'm thinking of my own kind of journey after this. To find Ares. Uh, oh, that's scary. That sounds scary. A lot of that sounds scary. I mean, I... I agree does sound scary, but I feel like it's something I would need to do. Well, your, your connection to Ares is obviously deep, and you care a lot 
for making sure that you uh, make it the rest of the way through this journey and finding him. Oh, when you left to go join the army at fucking 10 or whatever it was. You were 16. 10. <laughs> Until you know. Uh, okay, are you guys going to head to this place where she told you to? Yeah. You you guys go ahead. I'll uh, I'll catch up with you in one sec. Okay, well, I mean, just... We're going to take a long rest anyway. Yeah. I, I, I want to talk to my mother about some things. I want to maybe ask her about my father. I want to ask her these things. I don't... I mean, from thinking that my mother was... She's here. She's been here. She... You're cutting out a lot. I'm cutting out? Yeah. Okay. How's that? Is that better? Sounds better. Okay. It's getting to that. My, my internet's been shitting around this time. And I apologies in advance. Um... I feel like this could be an opportunity to get some of the answers to questions that I wanted, at least for now, in case I never see her again. Again. Yeah, smart idea. Take your time. Enjoy your time with your long-lost mother. Yes, take, uh, take your time. Uh, Jade, as you begin to walk away, uh, she kind of grabs you um, and says, there's something for you in the underworld that you must find. Just FYI. For me in the underworld. Yes. How are you positive of this? I can see the future. I need a little more than that. This is, this is not an exact science. But there is a connection for you to that. Would it be emotional, spiritual, something I need to discover? I cannot say for sure. You will, you must find it. Oh. Take your word. You should. I guess we'll see where that goes. I kind of look at Talia and be like, I hope she's right. I, I, you know, I mean, I'm going to the underworld is not a, not, um, not an easy feat. Not something that one would want to <laughs> do. But if it's something important for you, then this may end up being something we have to do before we even move forward what we're trying to accomplish here. So probably gather some money before we go also. I'm agreeing with that. Okay. Well, for now, let's rest and then... <clears throat> well, I'm just saying, in case we miss the chance with the priestess in the bay and we have to sail to the underworld, uh, we don't know if we have to go into the underworld or not, but, you know, from what Boxy has said to us, Charon likes to gamble. Yep, so if we have something to offer, we're going to have a better chance. Yeah. Hm. Poor Boxy. Yeah, poor Boxy. I wonder how he's doing. Bad. 
mean, he kind no, of... he, he, I can tell you, he's doing bad. I mean, he did kind of deserve it. He is a notorious criminal. He was being existentially punished. Now he's being physically and magically punished. Oh no. Talia, enjoy your talk with your mother. I am gonna go pass out. Go for it. We're all safe. We're all contained. No one will be able to find us. And as before, even finished, Jax is already like by the campfire, just lying down. <laughs> like already is like, okay. Yeah, good. All right, let's talk. That's okay. Is there any drinks around here? Uh, it is like fully stocked with food and drink. Yeah, but just get, go go find things. I'm gonna go look for something to eat and something to drink. Just go find things to eat. And everybody rest. We need to be right back to full health before we get going on the rest of this insanity and possibly the underworld. God damn it. <sighs> Hi, daughter. <laughs> Is it weird if I, like, I don't know, like, I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if I want to. You want to hug me? Hug. Yeah. She opens up for embrace. <laughs> you just, you look so frail. I, I can't believe this has happened to you. I'm so sorry. And I just, like, hug her. Uh, as you hug uh, in your head again, you hear, I'm sorry too, daughter. Is there anything I can do to to help you to get you out of this to something that can make your suffering lessened somehow? I think out of outside of finding whatever woman came for you that night. Uh, I don't know. You don't remember anything about her. Anything that I could try and use to track her down. Something. Anything you can remember. Her appearance is fuzzy to me. I remember she was beautiful. Gorgeous. Perfect, almost physically. But I cannot remember exact features of her face. She was scared something or someone was hunting her. And obviously she had a great, great power. Um... She wanted you. She said you had some ability to carry on something. I don't know. Like I said, it is, it's fuzzy, and I suffered a great deal of damage that night as well. So. You, you were struck by something. There had to have been something that something that caused this. Did it, did it come from her, or was this from the person who was chasing her? That it, her. It, it came from her, some sort of green magical spell. Uh, go ahead and give me an insight or intelligence check. Uh, 16 plus 
Uh, so 22 for um, insight. So, I mean, here's what you can kind of figure out is like when you cast magic, it's green. Um, typically. You have seen Artemis cast green magic. Um, but this doesn't like you've had several interactions with Artemis and doesn't seem like something she would have done to you and like not talk to you about like through through all these points, right? Um when you cast spells with the daughters of Demeter, their magic was more of like a pale blue. Yeah. It even wasn't... though it was druidic. Mm-hmm. So different from your magic. Um, Mine seems to be more nature related as well. I have a higher level of ability when it comes to plants or just making things for fun. Pretty things mm -hmm. and growing things. And here's, I mean, here's what else you can figure out is that um, whatever like spell magic hit you based off what your mom is telling you. Which, to be honest, even with your 22 insight, you can kind of tell, like, you think she's telling the truth, but, like, she's obviously suffered and not all there, so you, there is uh -huh. some possibility that this could be an unreliable narrator. But the spell didn't, like, seem to hurt you long term, and the spell was not intended for your mom, like your mom said, um, she was not supposed to be able to have magic. So, like, whatever spell hit you did not seem to harm you. Um, so you don't think somebody was, like, trying to hurt you. And, like... like so somebody I mean, who had an idea of something that I was potentially seen as the one to do it. And when they came for me, my mother tried to protect me, not knowing... Mm-hmm. Four balls. That's uh, some pretty crazy shit. I don't remember anything about that. I the unreliable. So I, I don't know. And well, it's making sense. It makes sense now. Some of the things that happened to you right before you left. You say you were struck, and this power was in you, and what what kind of things besides besides the the future, besides the the time based things, is there anything else that is it mind power, or is it just you know are there other things that have been affected over the years? I can see future, sometimes also things that are happening at the very moment, and sometimes things that have already happened. I have learned to cast some basic spells and such for defending myself, but not much otherwise. Uh, you may have seen that there, there was some sort of magic on the ground on the way in. That's defense I cannot... I cannot, like, attack people with magic. It's mostly oracular. Do you 
think this is somebody that knew my father, knew us from somewhere else. I mean, obviously you didn't know her, but could he have known her? How was I known to her? I do not know. But I know from things that I've seen that you were taken in by the daughters of Demeter. And they, they loved you quite a bit. So maybe it could have been something to do with them, but I do not know. Whoever did this to you and I was much more powerful than any of those. I don't think the daughters would have had anything to do because they had plenty of opportunities to do different things for me that they didn't. And they also didn't end up being a good situation with everything that they were doing with their magic. Their magic was not being used for the right things. So I left. Mm, that was smart. Now I'm very lost. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I I, 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 I got through feeling nervous all the time. I got not wanting to be around people. And even these guys, I mean, different kind of people i still would be by myself but i haven't and i've been through so much and we've gone i've seen what all these other people do to each other and it's sad that the world is the way that it is and i have no idea how i'm supposed to navigate it the only interactions i've had with gods have been insane and even that really defines all gods as to be fair. Pretty much, yes. Uh, I did make a connection with Artemis when we were visiting with her. She's nice. She is. She is. She's, it, it, she's a kind, kind heart and a lot of things similar to the things that I feel connected to. But I, I can't think of anywhere else to go in a direction to find this woman. I have no idea about anything about my life. When I grew up, I didn't have you. I didn't have father. I, I didn't have anyone to tell me who I was or what I'm supposed to do with my life. Daughter, I think you are right where you're supposed to be. And that's where we'll end our session. Thank you. That was great. <laughs>Hey everybody, that was Idiots Rolling Dice. We were back with the epic. What was this? Was episode 17, I think, of it. Uh, the party did stellar tonight. I am very proud of all of them. Um, beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, I we were. I think we were all very happy back with the main campaign. Um, and just do that uh, for the first time in a while. Not that we don't love Monster Hunters Wanted because I I adore it. I have so much fun playing that. But it's good to be back with this. So I'm with the I Dungeon Master arc this campaign for us. I'm joined by Daisy Cakes, who plays Talia, uh, Jimmy, who plays Jay Dragonborn, Play the Fool, who plays uh, Demetrius Slowing, and Vex, who plays Jax Karn. My beautiful players. I love them. I appreciate them. 
This is fun. You can follow us on social media at erdpod, I-R-D-P-O-D on Twitter and at Dice on Instagram and TikTok. Okay. All right. Uh, this episode will be out on Friday, I think the uh, 11th of March. Yep, the 11th of March. Uh, then there should be a new stream the 12th. Um, so thank you, everybody, who tuned into this live. Thank you, everybody, who tuned into the podcast and stuff. And that's going to do it for us.